Welcome to the Queen Player, a lifestyle podcast. Get inspired by our latest tips and information about small business, entrepreneurship, natural hair, travel, food, and even relationships. Stay tuned for another great episode. I am your host, Renee Patrice. Welcome back to my podcast, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in once again. Um, As promised, um, I did my Christmas recap, and I'm actually catching up on a couple of episodes. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to cover the different principles of Kwanzaa, because I think that that would be a great way to end off Podmas, just because those different principles are things that I think are very important is, you know, having to do with working together as community and all of that. And I think it's just a great way to, to segue into 2022, which is coming in a few days. So just to go over um, some of the principles, actually, I'll give kind of like an overview of the definition and what Kwanzaa actually means to the African diaspora. Um, Kwanzaa is an annual celebration of African-American culture from December 26th to January 1st, culminating in a communal feast called the Karamu, usually on the sixth day. It was created by activist Maluna Karenge based on African harvest festival traditions from various parts of Africa, including West, and Southeast Africa. Kwanzaa was first celebrated in 1966. So Kwanzaa has been around for a while and there are seven principles of Kwanzaa. And I'm gonna go through uh, the first two principles today. The first one is Umoja, which means unity to strive for, to maintain unity in the family, community, nation, and race. So really think, how are you striving to maintain unity within your family? It's so important. I know that a lot of us were meeting up for the first time with our families. Um, It's been a couple of years, you know, since everyone has seen, you know, a lot of people have seen their families. Um, So we have to make sure that we hold on to those traditions. We got together as a family two years after, you know, coronavirus hit this country. And it's like we never left, you know, we just kept that tradition going. So definitely make sure that you find those traditions within your family and pass them down to generations to generations. If you guys get together for Thanksgiving, if you guys get together for Christmas, New Year's, whatever it is, you spend special birthdays, um, Valentine's Day. A lot of people are doing, you know, group Valentine's Day dinners with friends. Valentine's Day is not only for couples. Valentine's Day is for friends. If you have a best friend that, you know, maybe the two of you don't have, you know, dates for Valentine's Day, go out together, you know, and celebrate the love that you have as friends together, you know, that you've built over the years. And friendship is is important. You know, it's good to keep those 
those great people around you all the time. So that is definitely something to celebrate. So think of those traditions and make sure that you are keeping together, you know, creating a union within your family. And also with community, how do we involve our community? How do we make sure that each one teaches one? You know, we hear that phrase all the time, each one teach one, but are we really doing that? Are we really, you know, reaching out to organizations within our own communities? You know, it's nothing wrong with giving to other organizations around the world because I do donate around the world for different things, but I also donate within my own community. I go to my own food pantry and make sure that, you know, whenever I go grocery shopping that I get a few things to give to my local food pantry because it's the neighborhood of where I live, you know. So what are you doing to keep unity going in your own community? On a national level, Instead of going into comments, you know, on CNN or Fox or whatever it is that we watch and starting arguments in those comments, why not have peaceful conversation and back and forth, peaceful banter? You don't have to argue with people in the comments. You don't have to stoop to their level. You know what I mean? If people want to come in the comments because people like to, you know, troll and all of that, Why not have an open dialogue and see why people feel the way that they do? Why do people, you know, react to things the way that they do? This is a way to have a more unified nation, unified people. We know there's always going to be issues. There's always going to be, you know, difficulty in race relations. We know that prejudice is going to exist. Racism is going to exist no matter what we do. But you can start small. You know, I have I've resolved Um, with myself that I am not going to argue with people in comments, especially people I don't know. And that's just not going to happen. If they feel like they want to keep it going, they're going to be talking to themselves. You know, it's a way to stay more unified and not be as divisive, you know. So think about that on a national level as well. And also, how do we stay unified as a people? You know, I would expand it beyond just race, the African diaspora in general. How do we stay connected as a people? One of the things I think that we have to do is we have to acknowledge, you know, Mother Africa. We have to acknowledge where a lot of our our traditions and things come from, from West Africa, East Africa, South Africa, even northern parts of Africa. We cannot you know, separate ourselves so much. It's so interesting because when I was coming into New York, um, you know, for the holiday, I was in a cab with a guy who was like very, um, the driver was, he was very knowledgeable and just speaking, you know, very intelligently about a lot of things. And there wasn't this kind of like barrier up, you know, and he was like, we need to, you know, gather as a people, you know, it's like, I'm an African man, you know, and when you think African, he is not the picture that you see, you know, and he was explaining that he is from North Africa, and I assumed um, that he may have been Middle Eastern or whatever, because we have that narrative in our head of what Africa is supposed to look like. We have that narrative in our head, what the African diaspora, you know, is supposed to look like for certain people. And one thing that we know is that people that are connected, anything to the African diaspora can look 
as pale white and they could be as dark skin chocolate brown we come in all shades all hues just from everywhere and we need to embrace that and we need to acknowledge that and we need to celebrate that you know we have such a great connection with all of our you know Caribbean brothers and sisters and I'm talking Puerto Ricans I'm talking Dominicans I'm talking Haitians Jamaicans Trinis whatever you know even our folks in South America you know, I was just saying to my mom the other day, I said, you know, we don't really talk that much about Guyana and Suriname, even though they're in South America, we have a very big um, Caribbean connection with them because culturally they're so close and connected to the Caribbean, but they're in South America. They are South American. We need to acknowledge that and we need to have more connection with that. So unity amongst your family, community, nation and also the African diaspora. The second principle that I'm going to talk about today is Kujichagalia, which is called self-determination. To define and name ourselves as well as to create and speak for ourselves. So when you are determined, when you have self-determination, there is not much that people can say to bring you down because you create your own narrative you are determined to make sure that your stories are told the way that they should be told instead of our stories and especially as black people not even just black people but I want to say African diaspora because that is um, you know it, it encompasses a lot our stories have also been have always been um, narrated for us and at us and never through us amongst ourselves through us yes but not on the outside people always want to tell our story and they want to make it clean it up as much as possible because they don't really want to show how much um, torture we have been through how much degradation our people have been through no one wants to um, speak about villages that have been covered in water or built right over or cemeteries I was just having a conversation you know with family today talking about um, you know villages that were covered up in Georgia uh, Lake Lanier if everybody knows that story with Lake Lanier in Georgia it covers an, an entire village, Oscarville, I believe the name of the village is. It was a majority African-American um, thriving area, you know, of freed slaves, you know, and they were coming into their own and their own economics and all of this. And, you know, it's, it's just sad. You see things like uh, Greenwood. Uh, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, um, you know, things like Rosewood, I believe that was in Florida, all of these different areas, even Seneca Village, even in New York City, Seneca Village was a thriving black community that took up the, a northern piece of Central Park and eminent domain came in and said, oh, gotta go, you know. And it's really sad. It, it, it breaks you down, you know, from the inside out when you really start to pay attention 
to how much has been taken from us. You know, I know that there's the groups that are going after reparations and all of that, and I definitely support that um, because my parents are immigrants. Uh, reparations works a little bit differently for me because my parents are not American. We're not American citizens; they're naturalized citizens. So it's a different situation for me. Um, you know, kids whose parents are from the islands, your reparations, you, you got to deal with England in the, the UK about that one, <laughs> you know, but um, I understand that fight, you know, and I definitely don't uh, disagree with it at all. I think they should be, um, you know, uh, get their reparations. I think that they should be um just the respect, the apology, the monetary gain that has been taken, uh, the monetary gains that have been made by people who it should not have gone to definitely should be returned to the right people. And however that has to happen, you know, reparations is a whole long thing. However that needs to happen, it definitely I would love to see it come to fruition. Absolutely. But I tell you, we're going into 2022 and there's so much, there's so much work that we need to do. I really thought that 2021 was going to be quiet. I thought it was going to give us a break after what we went through in 2020. And it just didn't seem to let up at all. You know, we opened up the new year even though, you know, with a new president, a new administration, our first um, female vice president um, of color as well, which is absolutely amazing. And within the first week, we deal with the Capitol insurrection, you know, uh, man, like when the year starts off like that, you just have to kind of shake your head, you know. But hopefully we have learned more about ourselves. We have come to some understanding about where we are as a people and how much more work we really need to do. And we can't just sit back and, you know, think that this is so simple because it's not going to be simple. Um, There's so much more I can go into about that. But like I said, we... We got a lot of work to do. We got a lot of work to do. And why not start off a new year with a new thought process? You know, I would love to see that happen. But for now, baby steps, baby steps. So those are our first two uh, principles is Ujama, unity, and Kujijagalia, self-determination. If you want to keep the conversation going, you know I'm on Instagram. That's my most active Instagram. Uh, My most active social media um, is Instagram. Um, I haven't really been on the timeline too much, but I am posting in my stories on occasion. I've just been really trying to reserve time, you know, just to be present with my family. So um, find me on Instagram, Onyx Queen Media. So that's at Onyx Queen Media. And that's my handle on all social medias. And if you want to email me, feel free. I'm definitely taking some suggestions for segments and um, 
you know, different, um, I don't know, kind of switching things up a little bit for 2022. So if you have any suggestions, if you have any subject matters and things that you want me to cover, something you would like me to talk about, elaborate on, especially when it comes to small business, entrepreneurship and such, definitely hit me up, info at onyxqueenmedia.com. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Online savings simplified. Don't search for coupon codes ever again. With one click, Honey's smart shopping assistant will automatically apply discounts to your cart in seconds. Save on all your favorite things. Easily pay less for products you're already buying online. It's as easy as one, two, three. Join Honey for free. It takes two clicks to add Honey to your Chrome, Safari, Firefox, or Opera browser. Find savings in seconds while you shop Honey will find working promo codes across the entire internet and you save instantly. With one click, Honey will apply the best deals to your cart. It's that easy. So what are you waiting for? Get Honey. Download it today. Visit our link www.tinyurl.com forward slash O-N-Y-X H-O-N-E-Y. That's www.tinyurl.com forward slash Onyx Honey. Start saving right now.